Hello and welcome to From No Crypto to No Crypto. This is Blockchain Wayne bringing you another cryptocurrency podcast. Today's episode is brought to us by Coincierge Club, mobile private key wallet and point of sale solution. Coincierge Club makes purchasing easy, safe, and overall process more efficient while costing less. I want to make cryptocurrency mainstream. All right, let's take a look at the market today. What is going on? Bears or bulls? Let's see. Bears or bulls? Alrighty, so let's crack a can open and see what's going on. All right, so looking at the market, it looks like Bitcoin and many cryptocurrencies are sitting flat to slightly down. It depends. It's kind of a mixed market right now, uh, but overall, the average market is flat, slightly up over yesterday. The current cryptocurrency market cap is back over $200 billion. Bitcoin dominance is sitting at 55.75%. Just a little shout out on most most cryptos over the last seven days are up or down a few percent here or there. Looking at Tezos has moved up to spot number 17 is up 27 and a half percent over the last seven days. Uh, that is definitely one that I have been watching for well over a year. Glad to see some traction happening with Tezos and it's all about use case. All right. So let's jump into the crypto news and what's going on in the news today. Uh, U.S. Commodities Futures Trading Commissions, which is also known as the CFTC chairman, Christopher Giancarlo, has said that crypto needs a do-no-harm approach from regulators to flourish in an interview at the annual Singapore Summit on Friday today. So Chairman Giancarlo said he took the precedent from the early days of the Internet, which he argued was able to develop and mature because of the government's minimal interventions. He's advocating the same approach cryptocurrencies and anything having to do with this new digital revolution of markets and currencies asset classes. Here he's also quoted as saying, when it comes to fraud and manipulation, we need to be strong. When it comes to policy making, I think we need to be slow and deliberate and well-informed. Definitely bullish news to hear. We definitely don't want to see regulations coming out about something that the people that are writing the regulations do not understand. Comparing it to the early days of the internet, and I've heard many, many, many different People compare cryptocurrency where it is now to the early days of the internet and here's another one right here now let's look up next what's up in the news Bitcoin bull Tim Draper billionaire Tim Draper has predicted the market cap of cryptocurrencies will increase by 400 times in the coming one and a half decades so basically over the next 15 years equating the current state of the crypto market market to the early days of the internet here we go another person comparing it to the early days of the internet Tim Draper, however, warned that the prices of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies will first have to drop before rising, which is basically what we're seeing now. He said the internet started in the same way. It came in big waves and it kind of came crashing down. And then the next wave comes concentrated, but much bigger. And he suspects the same thing as what's happening right here, right now in cryptocurrency. He also stated that the reason why the price of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies has fallen drastically since the record high reached last year was due to ignorance. As people get accustomed to them, according to Draper, various billion dollar industries across the globe will be transformed. There will, however, be one big difference between a disruption caused by the internet and one expected to be brought by blockchain technology. He said the internet went after industries that were 10 to $100 billion markets, where cryptocurrency is going after trillion dollar markets, finance, healthcare, insurance, banking, and investment banking, and not to mention governments. So interesting news here from Bitcoin bull, Tim Draper. Next up in the news, Mike Navigratz, who is the founder and CEO of a crypto investment firm, Galaxy Digital Capital Management, said that cryptocurrency prices 
have hit a bottom in a tweet that he issued earlier today. Now, remember what Tim Draper said? We will see the next wave when we have hit the bottom. Mike Novogratz is basically saying that that's what's already happened. So in a conference in South Korea, Novogratz predicted that many institutions will enter the crypto industry in the next two to three years. However, he noted that mass adoption of crypto and blockchain technology is not going to come any earlier than in the next five years, naming the increasing cost of technical talent as one of the main reasons. If you're looking for a job, I suggest you learn blockchain technology. In the cryptocurrency space, there's many, 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 many companies looking for talent in those areas. All right, so Coinbase is back in the news along with another crypto company called BitGo. They're going to continue to facilitate growing demand for Bitcoin from institutional investors by operating as trusted custodians. So earlier this week, BitGo was approved by South Dakota regulators to create and operate a crypto custody solution, while Coinbase has also established a new office in New York exclusively to handle institutional demand into the market. Both firms are quoted as saying, Bitcoin, Bitcoin needs fresh capital and institutional demand will help to do that. So that is what's going on there. Next up, two thirds of cryptocurrency investors want to be paid in Bitcoin. Now, this is according to a survey of crypto enthusiasts. They found while 66% are willing to receive wages in cryptocurrencies, only 30% believe that companies in their country will change to paying salaries in digital assets with U.S. respondents being particularly skeptical on that front. Even more, 83% of all respondents are willing to receive their bonus payments in cryptocurrencies. So this will be interesting to see as time goes on and how much of this actually gets implemented. All right, I, I picked this next article just because it's been a controversial topic across many people, both pro and anti-cryptocurrency. So mining gold requires 20 times more of the energy of mining Bitcoin. Now, yes, you heard that right. There's been a lot of a lot of fuss, a lot of debate around the amount of energy it takes to mine Bitcoin with all these Bitcoin miners. And I've been saying from day one that not only, you know, I wasn't even talking about mining gold because I find feel that gold is, you know, it's kind of had its place and come and gone. But you look at what's going on with government currencies, right? Paper printing, coin, coin minting. How much energy does that cause? Not to mention what about all of the different transportation costs and not and just think about banks how much energy is really used by banks when they're quote unquote storing our money right so how much energy is being used compared to bitcoin mining uh, according to this study and not as much as people think gold mines mining requires 20 times more energy and cost in comparison to bitcoin mining despite the narrative that's been circulating since the surge in the price of bitcoin that Bitcoin is impacting the environment negatively. That is not the case. Many people want to point it that way. I am waiting and hope to see a study one day that's gonna actually show, put some numbers to the paper and see what actually happens when you compare cryptocurrency mining versus the whole entire operation of government fiat currency from the printing to the coin minting, to the transportation, to the banks and see what the comparison of that actually is. All right, so moving along, let's jump into our crypto education corner today. Today, I'm gonna to take a step back. I've mentioned some, a word many times. I want it to slow down and make sure everybody understands what I mean. The word today is altcoin. So altcoin is an abbreviation, which means Bitcoin alternative. In other words, it's any cryptocurrency that is not Bitcoin. Thus describes every single cryptocurrency except for Bitcoin, 
Altcoins are, are referred to as Bitcoin alternatives because at least one or more of their features is hoping to improve on a Bitcoin component or hoping to at one day replace Bitcoin. So there's now thousands of altcoins out there, right? Many which are basically useless and worthless. And I've mentioned this before. There's thousands of cryptocurrencies out there. Many of them will not work. It's will, will not work out in the end. And I know a lot of people want to look at it as like a penny stock gamble. You see this cryptocurrency that is fractions and fractions of a penny and you want to buy, you can buy a million of them with just a hundred dollars or less with 50 bucks. And you think that you're going to take a gamble that it may be worth something someday, but that is what you are doing. You are gambling. It is, it is more of that ignorant money that we are seeing coming into cryptocurrency when you don't understand what is truly happening. You haven't done like if you, if you need to go back to my last episode where I talked about what is a white paper and why do you want to understand what's in a white paper and how to dissect, does that cryptocurrency have a working product? Does it solve a real, real world problem? So let's take a look. So what was the first altcoin? So the, created in April, 2011, Namecoin was the first altcoin. Yes, I said Namecoin. Now, many of you are probably wondering, I haven't heard of Namecoin. Is that thing even still around? Technically it is. So although it functions as a currency, Namecoin's primary purpose is to de decentralize domain name registration, which makes internet censorship much more difficult. Namecoin was in the top 10 several years ago, but as of right now, it is sitting right at 214. And when you look at that, that's a huge dip. So why is it dead? Why can we consider this thing basically dead? Because it has dropped, its current market cap is sitting around $18 million, which is not a whole lot when you consider how much is, it's, it only has the same supply as Bitcoin. So you're looking at, they're currently trading for a dollar and 27 cents. Uh, you know, looking at the volume, it's very low. Circulating supply is only around 14 million right now. So what happened? So it needs to be a lesson to all altcoins. It failed to garner adoption. It failed to solve. Now it did have, it does have a real world use that could have put into play but it's not in demand. It's not something. So when you're looking at altcoins, look past the hype and decide these three things when you're looking at an altcoin. One, is it useful? Two, is it easy to adopt and use? And that's really where Namecoin's failure happened. It wasn't easily adopted and easy to use. And three, does it solve a unique real world problem that people are going to be looking for? No different than when you're starting any kind of business, traditional business, and you want to see, does this solve a real world problem? Is this a use and are people going to want, is there going to be a demand for this, right? Same thing when it comes to cryptocurrency. So make sure you're looking at that. If not learn from the lessons given to us by Namecoin. Namecoin has basically been a dead project since 2015. All right. So that is it for our crypto education corner today and it for a podcast. As always, any news articles that are mentioned in, or any news that is mentioned, should I say, in this podcast can be found on our Facebook page from No Crypto to No Crypto. If you're not already following it, make sure you find it, give it a like. Also, when you click like, click on the follow button and it'll give you the option to select follow for, or see first. By doing that, it makes sure you never miss an update. We post all of these news articles on the Facebook page along with every episode of this podcast and many other useful tips and hints when it comes to cryptocurrency and blockchain technology. 
All right, that is it for our episode today. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.